This is a Hoff Studios podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Daniela Ravani, the host of the Mom Curious Podcast. If you hear a third voice today, you can go ahead and welcome back our executive producer, Laura Lucchetti. So happy to be here today. Um, she's been busy, you guys, but she's back. We're actually um, filming in the Hamptons. and um, Never too busy for my mom, Curious Crowd. We have a very special guest today. Aww. Would you go ahead and introduce yourself? Sometimes I'm, um, I, you know, we, we've been doing this, this introduction where I ask um, our guests, who are you today? Oh my gosh. Because I really feel like, especially for the people living in our female bodies, right? Like, we're so different all the time, aren't we? <laughs> I'm tired today. T- oh, you are? T- oh, my God. This is you tired. Okay, guys. Yeah. Wait till you see me with energy. Um, okay. This is feels surreal. Um, my name is Mindy Smith, mm-hmm. and I am the founder and creator of The Little Red Planet, an ethically curated children's boutique in SAG. I'm a single mother. Um, my daughter is 17. Her name is Mars, short for Marley. And I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you. It's been like 15 minutes of absolute bliss. I keep having to say like, we have to pause so the other people can enjoy (laughs) and learn and like experience you. Wow. Um, So tell me about about your shop, actually. I'm sure in our cold open, people are already intrigued because sustainability is on our tongues and it's it's on on the tip of everyone's tongues. And as we were just saying, there is a lot of like greenwashing and marketing and ploys happening. But I do think this is not a bad problem that we're all sort of that this has become a popular thing. Um, I launched in 2018. I was a fashion editor for over 20 years. I worked for big box brands like The Gap, Target. I worked for campaigns like Apple. I did a lot of, um, in the fashion industry, I was at InStyle Magazine, and I saw firsthand the waste yeah. that the fashion industry can create. Can you go into that a little um, bit? Because we don't know. Yeah. So, for instance, oh gosh, not to name names, but any any company like The Gap or whatever, they have to get in samples. You see the overstock. You know what the stores sell and what they don't sell. I don't know if you've ever gone to Fifth Avenue to a Zara during sale time. Yeah, it looks like a landfill. Yeah, actually, it's 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 actually quite it's quite it's quite upsetting actually. Yeah. Um. So, and what happens to those? um, The clothes go into landfills, and and if they don't get sold, so and and so let me back up. There was a moment where we would take any unused samples and I could go ahead and donate them and I did back in my San Francisco days this is in the late 90s this is like personally um, you would do that as I like would a- literally take them yeah I was my first job there I was a merchandise coordinator I used to help with all the photo shoots and everything that's how I kind of got into fashion um, and I would try to donate them and then they said it was illegal to do that because they, they weren't properly marked or tagged and they didn't want any liabilities 
So those clothes would literally go into a dumpster. You know, they say that about food also. It's awful. And like there are hungry people in this country. There are cold people in this country. And then years progressed. I got into my styling career and I continued to work for companies like Saks and Macy's and Bloomingdale's. And you, you just see it all around behind the scenes, sort of what happens to the unloved clothing it's just produced in order for those companies to make their margins they've got to produce on a mass level right and they're not always sold it's not always careful it's a high risk retail and um, a lot of it goes wasted so for me that was sad I didn't want to contribute to that anymore so I want but I still wanted to work in fashion I mean it's sad but it's also dangerous yeah yeah yeah. and uh, after having Mars my daughter I really became conscious of it and I decided I wanted to continue in fashion I wanted to combine my love of fashion and do something for the greater good of the world Mm. and you know in the small way that I could and shift the way we shop kind of start you know educating our children so I did a children's boutique you didn't want to do adults I you know I was a stylist my specialty is children oh and it's always been yes oh wow I did like the baby gap and I I did all of that so my specialty is children I do work with adult um I loved children's fashion for multiple reasons but also I do think so I know it the buying for me is is something that I know. I know the designers well, and I want to celebrate the designers that are doing all the right things. Do you want to shout them and out, I by the way? And I think sustainable fashion actually kind of started in the kids' world, because think about it. When you've got a young baby, it's not only about the planet. It's about what you're putting on your kid's body. It's about the chemicals. It's about all of that. So, Well, uh, let's go into that, actually. Yeah. What chemicals are in kids' clothing that are problematic or could be problematic so for instance there are certain companies that make tutus and they put on the sequence with formaldehyde what does formaldehyde do um, if it's on it's toxic it's highly toxic um and the skin absorbs it yeah and workout gear for instance um a lot of a lot of popular companies about half actually there's a coating on all the nylon and the lycra and when you're sweating it gets into your pores just like we now know about deodorant like yeah. being not so great for you right yeah um, we're starting to learn that a lot of the clothing that we wear also has coating uh, on it so there's all sorts of in the kids world there's all sorts of really great di- designers that use bionic finishing it's no coating the tanning process with the shoes is chrome free. What's There's chrome? A, so when you shoes are the tanning process, you're um, you're emitting with the leather. You're emitting a chemical when you during that tanning process. So and then chrome is what you use to like adhere all the shoe together. And you want to look for shoes that maybe you know they're now using vegetan leathers. They're using chrome-free soles, like, you know, Veja, for instance, mm. which is a highly popular shoe, and thank God it's a great product. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's, no, it's great. It's using it's using um, rubber from the Amazonian forest. It's using um, vegan leather. Wow. It's chrome-free. Um, we need to start thinking about, you know, that. But for me, it was also just starting simple with using organic cottons, you know, in the fabrics, um, tensile cottons, um, bionic finishes. A lot of the swimwear and the outerwear 
for children's clothing is now made with recyclable plastic from the ocean. Yeah, the so Mon they're Coeur. taking those the plastics out of the ocean. They're using them in a really productive way and turning around and making all sorts of nylons, outerwear, um, rain gear, swimsuits. You know, with with this, it's using polyelastane instead of polyester. Mm. And polyester is um, bad because I don't even know the process of making polyester uses up a ton of water. So it's the process of making the clothes that is is. The dyes used is garment dye versus fabric dye. The dyes get into our rivers. It gets into our water sources. Um, it's the process of making. It's using up a lot of water. It's the process of making all these clothes. Um, and I don't even want to get into it. I mean, you can talk about the argument of being vegan versus eating meat. It's the process of raising the cows and the cattle and. It's using up a lot of our, our resources on and, this planet, and it's and the fast fashion is the issue. I, I'm really yeah. I, the re- so I want to be I want to be like so transparent because so and I'm going to do my I, best to explain, but I am not an expert. I am learning this. I mean, it sounds in, like you're a pretty expert. <laughs> I'm learning this in real time, though. Yeah, like me teaching too. myself. So I was curious when I launched in 2018. I didn't know anything, and a lot of the children's designers. I'd go around to the trade shows. A lot of them didn't know anything, and we grew together. I have companies now. They're like Mindy. We're you know we've moved our manufacturing out of China. Not that China's bad. There's great manufacturing in China oh. and India. It's I don't want to make a sweeping generalization, but there's a lot of people that have moved it to Portugal or they're doing it locally. You know, obviously we want to try to get that process with the least amount of shipping and travel and carbon emissions and we want to keep things localized. So yeah. for instance, a Spanish designer will get it manufactured in Spain or Portugal. You know, France in France. Like and they're slow factory. They're not. They're ethical factories where there's fair trade. There's coarser trade. There's fair pay. You want to make sure from your buttons to your bike messengers that your company is doing the right things. And so the Little Red Planet, I take. I have probably over 30 global designers that are all doing these things. So my criteria was pretty strict. It was they need to use organic products or organic. Sorry, not organic products. Organic fabrics. Or materials wherever they can, ethical practices in place, slow factory manufacturing where they're you know trying to use less water, they're not putting dyes in the river, you know that kind of thing, or they're making sure that their um, their workers are legit and paid and cared for. Mm-hmm. You know these designers know their factories, and sometimes they own the factory. Um, and then the third thing is is I wanted to make sure that the designers were giving back in some way. And I always try to do that as well wherever I can, donating clothes to Ukraine, donating clothes to the local retreat here in the Hamptons, you know, trying to give back in in some way. We did a whole thing with Africa New Life when we first launched where I would get them all the fabric trimmings from my designers so that they could teach, you know, their students how to become designers themselves and have a make a living. Do you want to shout out any of those brands, by the way? Oh, my God. There's so many good ones. Um, Mini Rodini is kind of the grandmother out of Sweden. How cute. And over 22 years, Cassandra's an illustrator. Her designs are unparalleled. Like, it's just super fun and cute. It's very, you know, great. Molo is a great brand that a lot of people know about. They are one that started out not completely sustainable. Now, that is their calling card, and it's wonderful to see. And and you can um, change that in some of the brands that you love. I'm assuming you we can. We just have conversations. We have a lot of conversations about it constantly. 
With the brands. And yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I always told like, hey guys, don't send me any paper materials. Like I'm paper free here. When you ship me, I don't need the marketing. Like let's keep it all online. Um, even the plastic bags that the clothing are shipped in, they're trying to now use a corn-based kind of plastic that's um, recyclable or they make the bag where I can reuse it again and again for storage and for organization within my shop. Um, one of the things that I started doing in the shop that I'm kind of proud about, um, I don't use any boxes to ship out. Like I'm not actually producing recyclable boxes because you are still producing. I've had conversations with university professors about this and they're like, the only way to really truly be sustainable is to use what is already there. So all of my boxes are coming from Amazon or the incoming shipments. I strip the labels. I have a sticker that says I'm a recycled box with my logo on it, and I slap it on, and that's what my families are getting. Thank you. Okay, so I'm actually using sustainable packaging. I do have the sustainable shipping envelopes for the smaller packages. Um, it's a mom-and-pop company out of Wisconsin called Salazar. <laughs> They're amazing. Um, but anyway, back to the brands. Like, I definitely love... Um, the New Society out of Spain. I love Bobo Shows. I love the Animals Observatory. My probably, I love small little companies like Keti Keta. I love Tia Chabani in New York. This is She's great. using all natural, you know, fibers, wooden buttons, no plastics. Like why no plastics? And again, well, look at our oceans. Tell us. It's it's just so. I have one eyewear company out of Copenhagen called Cream, and they use something called True Grass, which is made from rice paddy fields. It's not plastic. It's a fiber that is actually made from rice paddies, mm. rice paddy fields. The grass. It's amazing. I and, know it's cool. And beyond the ocean, which of course is like, I mean, on a spiritual level, is like a part of our body. But uh, outside of that I, uh, idea. Why why are plastics a problem in our children's clothing? Well, if we could spell it out, because you know, you're living on a really high yeah. level yeah, of yeah, yeah, consciousness yeah, yeah. around this, and really, you're you're speaking to someone who understands a yeah. little bit. But but even still, okay, so as the host of this conversation, so I don't yeah. know. There's chemicals that emit from plastics, and when they get warm, those chemicals seep. So you've got this on your kid's face. <sighs> You're drinking water out of a plastic bottle. If you've left it in your car, do not drink it. Like all of the chemicals have emitted into the actual liquid that you're about to intake. And what does the the chemi- What do the chemicals do on I the mean, inside? Nobody wants these. Chem- I mean, I can't get into it too deep here, but nobody wants chemicals in their bodies. It shouldn't. You want anything on your skin? You should be able to put in your mouth, right? Because like it's the largest organ yeah, in your body, exactly. right? Yeah. And also, I think I think from what I understand, we we had um, uh, a doctor come on who's created a, a line of dishware that's plastic free because as you said it, it can leach into the into food apparently it's like a real uh, well it's a big deal with baby bottles so uh, when marley was born yeah. in 2006 we didn't we didn't have um that option and then i think and i was i remember i was overseas watching the news i think it was in israel her mm-hmm. father's israeli and I was overseas watching the news, and they had put a ban on all plastic, like, baby bottles. They had already banned it overseas. Wow. In the U.S., we were still using them. I have the and then chills. they had to do the BPA-free plastic bottles. And those came out, I think, in 2007, 2008. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all bad. Is there, like, look, in this day and age, 
were, you know, if you go into Peru and, and look at the shamans, they're living to 100 years old. If you go to Asia and go into the mountains, you're, they're living to 100. And with what quality it's, of and, life? And it's, it's the environmental toxins that are going to kill us and the stress. Yeah. I mean, the stress also, you know, w when it does come to plastics, from what I understand from Dr. Matravati, um, who did Ahimsa, if, if, if anyone is interested in the sustainability conversation and wants to go back after this conversation to our conversation with Dr. Matravati, she says that what we're seeing that um, children are experiencing so much um, endocrine distru disruption. Yes. Because disruption yes mm -hmm. exactly hormonal and your endocrinatic system is everything yeah you don't want leaky gut you don't want any holes in that perfect you know lining <laughs> yeah um and it's because of what they're eating and much of what they're eating is full of plastic yes it's in the foods it's exactly the foods. because well we're doing a lot of takeout look we're all busy moms it's hard we all have a lot of pack and go meals and takeout and this and that but yes we it do with the best we can with whatever choices we with have. With what we're given. And yeah. not everybody can, you know. But, I mean, for so many reasons, we want to get to a zero-waste place where we're, you know. I mean, look at the laundry bottles. Yeah. The giant laundry um, yeah. detergent containers. Yeah. Now people are onto these pods. And it's a fabulous, like, invention. This is, like, why has it taken us so long? to get there i i'm noticing like in the entertain oh, i see that laura well, has i was just to gonna say. say the pods are still packaged in, in the enormous plastic bottle though which we could do like a peel off thing well, they there do could be have a new, better there way are new companies and i can't name one off the top of my okay. head you are right to cite that there are new companies but you're um that are coming in these kind of condensed little thank packaging, God. you know, thank God. And they are making, you know, seventh generation. Marley was always in seventh generation diapers. Thank God they had those then. Yeah. Pampers, awful. awful. They they admit bleach into and into the bot into the baby's skin. So think sad. about their sweaty little parts. And they're so <laughs> fresh, you know. So, well that so back to the whole thing. I'm just by the way hugging whatever so, <laughs> mom is is like holding sorry. her baby in a, a Pampers diaper because I'm I, and so and I I am I'm, I'm one of you. I love you. I you are doing the best you can and I, I also want to just say that there is there is an issue of cost. There is. No, and I want to speak to is. it. There's an there issue is. of cost. Absolutely. There's an issue of availability there's an issue of who is marketing to us you yes. we were talking before we even yes. got on um the air about how we're not looking at vogue um no. anymore we're looking at tiktok yeah. and and what do we see on tiktok and, and not just you by the way marley the who's 17. well i was speaking about marley and it's such an interesting conversation mars like um I grew up looking at the pages of Vogue magazine. I saw what I saw, and then I would search for it. I would pay, save up my money. I would buy it. It was a very consciously consumed item. And I would then wear that outfit to death. <laughs> and nowadays, kids, they don't have that influence. They're looking at TikTok, some girl dancing from Ohio, and she's just decorated her room in Target. And this is the latest fluffy this, and it's everything is synthetic and everything is plastic, and but that's what the kids are seeing. And she's got a million followers, so she must be popular. I want what she's got, and it is and, pretty. And, that's the truth. Yeah, and it is, and it is pretty, and it, and actually, it is, and actually, 
and no shame on Target. Target is amazing. Oh, really? I go there all the time. Oh, good. I'm fine. No, and there are really great products from there, and there's a lot of designer collabs from there. But um, it is it is interesting, though, the way they consume. Mars wants more of everything. She wants a lot of it. I think social media leaves these young teens feeling that they need more. Yeah. I mean, it's a constant stream of advertisement. You know, I I remember also being abroad um, my senior year of college and then coming home. And do you know that drive from the the airport back home in New York? Like, I don't know if you've, that drive is so epic to me. It's like, oh, I'm home, which was like, and it's so ugly, but it's so but beautiful. But we love it. Us New Yorkers but, love it. But I notice, like on <laughs> the radio, to go back to my rat cage. Totally. <laughs> I I notice on the radio, I was being sold to. On the billboards, yeah. I was being yeah. sold to. On the Coke bottle, I was being sold to another Coke bottle. On the on the books, I read my children. By the way, this is of course not on the drive home from college. This is many years later. But I notice that even on the books are uh, themselves. There's an ad for the next next five books you know this american culture is built on advertising my whole career as a as an actress was paid for by commercials yeah so i was an advertising major i got many of the campaigns i worked on i understood completely what we were doing and now what's happened is it's 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 on steroids because you know of course i i I say it's on steroids because i feel left out like wait what happened to the commercials that was wholesome but like now it's people selling to us all the time in the name of being our best friend in the name of telling us everything about themselves it's case in point so it's really interesting mars was born in 2006 before instagram really came onto the scene and she was one of the last um kids to not have a computer in her hand or an ipad in her hand at the age of three i think she got her first one at like 10 or 11 and i never let her watch syndicated television we didn't have it we had she was watching like classical baby from the hbo series we had like you know streaming or cable or whatever but she didn't see a commercial until she was probably seven or eight so her christmas lists when she was really young were very simple and sweet i want a candy cane i want a doll i want um some books like it was very simple and then i remember when she got a hold of the disney channel <laughs> all hell broke oh my loose. god disney <laughs> God bless. All hell broke We love to love them. We love to hate them. And then I got a request for all of these gifts that were like insane. I was like, do you even know what this is? And we would buy them. She'd play with them for two days. We would miss part of it. Like one part would go missing, like a Lego set. Damn the Legos. One goes missing and it's done. Game over. And they're in the trash. And I remember we got her an Xbox one year. because Or your all house of, is trash, by the yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. that's always the case with a young child oh, okay, in a great. New York apartment, you know. <laughs> but it was really kind of sad. And then finally, I remember there was a meme that I saw, and it was so true. The Christmas list just became URLs from Amazon. Right. <laughs> I want this, 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 cut and paste. Little kids giving their parents a list of URLs. Can I ask you both something? Mindy, you'll have an interesting answer because your daughter is 17. You have this to look forward to. Lucky you. (laughs) Um, We didn't 
come up this way. I came no. up like you did, no. scouring no. magazines, becoming obsessed, figuring out how to make it, stock it, save for and it. I think that breeds creativity. We, yeah. I was middle ink. We were upper middle, but I didn't, I was the youngest of three. My parents put three kids through college at the same time. There was not a lot of extra spending money. So I went down to Granny Takes a Trip, which was um, secondhand. Yeah. And I remember saving up for that Mohar sweater. And then I remember putting all, it was punk era back then in the 80s putting the safety pit, like making it my own and pegging my Levi's and really being creative. And I think that's where the styling came through. Definitely. Out of necessity. Definitely. You know, it's crazy to me. It's like I think to myself like, oh, it's how you raise your children. But society raises our children right alongside us. Yes. 100%. Because here you are like probably the most thoughtful person I know <laughs> around sustainability, um, aside from Dr. Madravati, you know, um, and your child still grapples with. Oh my gosh! Well, the I'll wanting. tell you. We do our best, right? Motherhood, motherhood. We're, we're not God. We're not <laughs> no. God. We're, we're not. And I think there's. It's one thing to know the knowledge. It's another thing to be able to teach it. I mean, from, my also from a regulated place, is, right? Like yes, I, I, I get frustrated, yes. and that's it's to know, to be able to teach it. So my daughter is incredibly independent, and. I, you know, yes, thank you for all of your compliments, but motherhood in the real time, it, you get frustrated, you lose patience. Sometimes you forget to actually like go through the steps and explain to them why we're doing certain things, you know. She knew I named the Little Red Planet after her. It was meant to be a project that we would do together. And up until the age of 12, when I launched it, she was in fashion, she modeled, she wore all the clothes, she let me dress her. And we were very involved in that aspect together. And then um, I launched COVID hit, you know, and- Puberty hit. A puberty hit. And she was like, no offense, mom, but my style's not your style. Oh, I love her. And- That's how you know you're doing a good job, I, I was like, okay hands off and I stopped dressing her from that day forward I actually lasted longer I think parents right now are talking when parents come into my shop I think it's like five or six that the child is no longer letting them dress. and I'm all about the the choices you know I'm like and I give advice I'm like pick out the tights and then work the outfit around it or pick out the main you know the dress and let her accessorize like let them be involved in it in the choices and it always bodes well for everybody. Mm -hmm. It makes the morning go easier. You know, let mm -hmm. them be involved in the choice, but guide them. Easier said than done, you know, at, at, at puberty, you know, at, at adolescence. They don't, they don't want to listen to you anymore. And they shouldn't, honestly, no. not when it comes to self-expression. She's developing her own self-expression. Yeah. This is called I, individuation. This 100%. Is important. Um, <laughs> Especially if she's like you and she's creative and she's... Yeah. She's got opinions, yeah. you know. And she also doesn't have a ton of money, so she's trying to buy it on the cheap. I get it. But tell you know. me more about that. Well, this, I, I'm I mean, I'm like the queen of old navy. So like yeah. please stop me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, to me, it took me years to develop this, but buy well by once. Like I would rather every season, I now I have more clothes than I know what to do. Every season, I just buy two or three really great pieces and you'll see me wear my dresses over and over yeah. again you'll see I got this little Valentino silk jumpsuit at a really great um secondhand designer store out of London called Relux it looks and gorgeous, I by the love way. it I wear it you all the time it. I mix it I wear the tops and not the bottoms or I, you know and 
but I, you'll see me wear it again and again. I'm not like too proud. Like what's the point of having something unless you're going to love it hard. Yeah. And with kids clothes, it's like love it hard and then pass it down. You know, that's why unisex fashion is so great is because you can buy it for the brother and then give it to the sister or vice versa. Yeah. Um, I just think we have to be careful about it. That's something you you teach your children by example. Mm-hmm. Us parents, I think, forget so often it's not what we say, it's what we do. And I've learned this the hard way, you know. Um, sometimes I lose my temper with Marley. She loses her temper with people. Like, it's that's she's learned that from me. That's learned behavior. Also, it's human behavior. And it's but... human behavior. And I think, too, like – you know, if they see you meditating every day, if they see you green juicing, if they see you putting healthy things in your body, yes, they'll go through their phase, but it will always be imprinted in them. You know what was so crazy? And they'll come back to it. This morning we were dancing to Israeli music, I love and it. I, I, love it. I couldn't believe, like they, oh God, it was so good. It was yeah. like, and they're dancing and they're singing and they're like, yeah. And it was such a an example. It's joyful. Oh, that's joy. God, it was that's such joy. That's joy. a moment of it joy. It was such a real moment of joy where we could like connect. Who knows how long that's gonna last? They're four and they're six, but yeah, they they really learned that that piece of joy from me. Yeah. Because no, I'm, really, it's wonderful. You can't. Yeah. I, I, there's no amount of like talking about culture or what's important to you us. You have to experience it. You gotta experience. Do you go there it. often? I I've been to Israel many many times. They they ha- haven't. Oh, you've ever. got to bring them. Up. How, how old are they again? They're four and they're six. But okay, we, yeah. they went to like a camp where there were a lot of Israelis. Lori, you're gonna love this. They um and Paz, who's four, she goes, um, "Mommy, there were a lot of people from Israel there." And I said, "Like Saba and Safta, right? <laughs> yeah. Like Grandma and Grandpa." And she goes, "Yeah, and you." And I was like, "Oh no, I've <laughs> confused my own child. I was born and raised in New York." Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but like that's how that's how like sort of they're they're swimming in this pr- this pride this yeah. love this all of it. That's great. And I think you're I think you're absolutely right. Like they, it, yeah, it means it's something by, to them. Yeah, it's so leading by example. It's is leading I, by example. So if they see mommy constantly shopping, and I'm not listen, I'm not. <laughs> this is probably the wrong advice for someone who owns a retail store to give. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be real here for a minute. <laughs> Yeah, but you it's, have this great but, offering where you can send I'm, things, by the way, which I really yes. love. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love that offering, and so, I'm going to take you up on it. Okay, okay, yeah, the little red package. So I try to cut d- the guesswork out of it. And for busy moms, um, I because I was a stylist for 20 years, like I can do this easy. I put together outfits. I send them the box. They try before they buy. Thank you. In the comfort of their own living room with a glass of wine in hand. They get dressed, they see it, they know it, and then they decide what they want to keep and what they, and I send them the packing list with the prices. They can do it. There's no pressure. You're not in the store. You don't have a screaming child. You have, I mean, I have a screaming child. You have 48 hours to sit on it, and then you ship back the edits, and I only charge you for what you keep. Amazing. And it's a lot of, um, my VIP customers are taking advantage of it, and I definitely feel like more people need to start shopping this way. We we have to think about different ways, because Dragging your kid into a store. Oh, my it's kids not actually, fun for anyone. <laughs> my kids actually like going to stores they because they like shopping. Oh, that's great. Oh, no, I don't know how great that is. We go across the street to Five Below, and I'm like, okay, it, oh, yeah. okay. See, you got to get out of Five Below. <laughs> Sorry, I, I've worked for them in the past. No offense, Five Below. No oh my offense. God. No offense. You got to. I get mean, out but of, offense. 
It's pretty bad. Listen, we're naming it's, names it's, on this it, Okay, all right, all right. It we sucks. are naming I'm names. I'm sorry. It sucks. Yeah. She's sweating. <laughs> Guys, you don't see her. She's sweating through her Valentina uh, jumpsuit. It's not a jumpsuit. It's a two-piece. Pajama suit. Oh, it's very good. I don't mean to, I don't mean to hurt <laughs> no, you, sweet suit. Okay. Um, no, I'm telling you, I it's am bad. telling you, like, I... I I was I was approached by Shein, by the way, to be one of their no um, influencers. You can't. They're so and I'm like, bad. I love. I would love to be paid money, but but I their can't. factories. Tell us why. Tell us because why. Because their factories are horrible. Yeah, so I had to say no because tell us why we have the to labor tell the is not in check. They've got children laborers. There's a oh, lot of a big companies that you. I can't remember, and I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to Because we already named five spe- below I know, and Sheehan. I know. I'm killing and, all of And Old Navy. We're killing their so business. I'm so You're, I'm so, we're I worked sweating. for Old Navy before the gap. And, and how it was, cute are And it clothes? was wonderful. Back in the – it came out with the best intention, and Mickey Drexler really had it right. He was trying to offer a lesser-priced – fashion for people who couldn't afford. Here's what I want to say about all of that. It's all about supply and demand. If enough people demand organic, well-made, sustainable clothing, it will be produced. And it will be produced in bulk. Look at companies like H&M, conscious consum- like their conscious collection. Um, Gap, God bless. I hope Richard Dixon does this. And I know him, so I'll talk to him about this. But they've got to have this offering. You know, they have to. And once it's once it's produced in in large scale, it will be consumed by the masses. Look at organic foods. Okay, twenty years ago, nobody could afford it. Right, a family of five had to go to McDonald's. Now you can get Stony Brook yogurt and a bunch of other really amazing items at Walmart, Costco. Look at Trader Joe's. Love Trader. How Joe's. much do we love Trader Joe's? You guys, everyone knows my shopping habits now. We're talking <laughs> Trader Joe's, all the cheapies. However. <laughs> Rent the runway. I do. I do rent the runway. I, Which is amazing. I am, I am like the amazing. queen of just wearing it amazing. until it's dead, and then I send it back, and they have to wash it. But yeah. it is amazing, and it's a great yeah. price point. And so um, we are gonna get there. No, with we're the getting, price point. And, 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 listen, and I'm your girl. I'm your girl. No, like I'm like really in it with two children, who are dirty. Half the time, I don't want to. They they grow. Thank God, they're growing beautifully. They. They, they grow out of their things. They're two different genders. They enjoy two different styles. You know, money is what it is. It's a changing economy. So, like... And here's here's what I know. I've got moms that come to me saying, I have bought two snowsuits from Old Navy. They have both ripped. The, scissor, the zipper has broken. There's this, there's that, whatever. How much is your snowsuit? And I'm like, look, this one is on sale. Like, it was 200 which is a lot. But we're talking all the bells and whistles recyclable nylons you know it's got no it's the the bionic finish no coating it's super warm it's i mean that's top of the line and when it goes to sale it's like what 160 buy it a little big you get two seasons out of it or three that's the Mm -hmm. trick you have to be smart about how you're doing it i buy it and then you pass it down to a friend (laughs) yeah well yeah and these these last and last and last you're not buying twice as much because you're getting it right the first time and you are you're also accepting i mean here's what i'm doing here i'll tell you where i'm at so for, for clarity's sake, um, Paz sometimes wears honest diapers and she sometimes wears yeah. the huggies. She, we, are, uh, we have a bunch of Old Navy, which like looks so cute and mostly hand-me-downs from Ness's friends. Because Amazing if they, la- if they make it that far and last that long. Amazing. And from Ness, yeah. who's, who's six. I've always bought 
big for them yeah. so that they ha- they're swimming in big clothes and they look so cute and little they're like it's and then the next year it, it fits perfectly and then it's a little bit snug and they're so what if their ankles are showing yeah so what if their belly button's showing like I think people are too precious it, with kids say. sizing to begin with oh, like great. you don't I think you're doing exactly the exactly what I tell my parents to do <laughs> buy a exactly. big roll it well <laughs> you know five below roll, yeah is, you know no but, but roll it up and then and then look look it's a it's a it's a dress one season pop a legging under it with a cardi it's a tunic the next yeah and like, are we so waiting until it's a shirt yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> and by we i mean me yes yeah why i mean not? why not i don't know why not they i'm love- not shaming anyone for shopping at those places too i think that there's like i said there's quick fixes like i know a lot of good i used to shop at Zara for Marley's clothes. I would hit the boys section because I thought they were better made. Oh, but, weird. And then, um, and that changes. I don't know if that's even. But I would get those pieces there, but then I would go to my favorite stores in Manhattan at the time the and boutiques. And because I was a stylist, I always knew it was going to go towards my styling, like in some way, shape, or form, yeah. even if she didn't wear it. And I would get her those key pieces, and it was the high-low. Tell it's us the mixing more. of the high-low. Yeah, I, really, I want to um, give people some takeaways. And by people, I mean me. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> so we're weaning off the five below addiction because the planet is, is begging. It's begging, begging us. We're on, we're it's, on fire. It's, we can't keep supporting. These brands are going to get bigger and bigger and bigger the more we support them. If you want something to die, you have to stop feeding it. Mm-hmm. Sheen. Is that you got to I can stop. Only say, yeah. I said no. Yeah, I can yeah, yeah. only say Sheen the way that they say it on uh, Alabama Rush TikTok. Shane. Um, <laughs> my dress is from Shane. My anglets from my dead Mima. Hold on you. one Rest second. My dead <laughs> that's always, I, I, that's so all have, of those I OOTDs. Have, I have so much Shein clothes because like I've spent $100 and got a thousand items. Well, I just, Do I throw them away? Ugh. No, no, because what I was just saying back before, it's, it doesn't matter how it was made, you have to keep using it. At this point, you have to keep using it. We do not need to produce more. Like, it's like my boxes, This for is instance. an important point, because if it, we're not saying, like, yeah. pause now, go to your... No, I'm saying, you know, you, use, yeah, use them, use them, wear them, you know, love them to death and pass them down if you can. Okay. Um, but going forward... Educating your kids, too, about buying well, buying once. Like, educate them about quality, fabric, fit, design. Educate them about that. It's just like you would educate them about food, culture, art, the theater. Like, we're New Yorkers. Educate them. Like, it's all about teaching them. If they don't know, they don't know that some child their age made that. Wait, that is so horrific. You know? Yeah, it happens. I just saw a list, and uh, Sheen was the only clothing company on the list. The rest were all oil companies that were contributing to, like, the fire that this is, the world. So can I tell you, so uh, when they reached out to me, it was, like, a weird, uh, was it, like, automated? I don't know. It was, like, really short, and... um, and I was like, okay, so what are your, I thought for sure, if they're reaching out to me, I'm not like some huge celebrity. If they're, so I was like, okay, they're, tr- they're clearly trying to change their image, right? They also, <laughs> I just assumed that they did, that they did some research on me. Like here, there's, I'm a really thoughtful person. They're like, I'm she's like, our number one customer. I'm, well, here's the thing. So what's really interesting is on one hand, I'm their number one customer and that's what they probably <laughs> looked at. And then on the other hand, um, a, a forward facing, I'm like, 
I'm like professionally thoughtful. Okay. Yes. They, right. So you are. I thought, okay, so they are reaching out to me because they're changing their tune. I yeah. don't know. I'm Maybe, the, you know what? Wait. Maybe I hope, wait. I hope that oh. I asked them, what are your policies uh, around sustainability and um, child labor laws? They didn't answer. They radio silence. Radio silence. Oh but God. then they followed up with me. Hey, what's what's your um, what's your answer? We wanna we wanna um, work with you. And I was like, you didn't answer my questions. They were like, there's there's no answer to your question. <laughs> <laughs> As in the answer is no. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not doing that. I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. I will renege this podcast. Oh if my you God, do it. I love you so much. Um, <laughs> Okay, so I want to. Um, we are wrapping up. We're supposed to talk about motherhood, right? I think you did a great <laughs> job talking about motherhood. Unless you do want to like um, tell us in your in your um, experience, by the way, in your seventeen years of motherhood, h- how have things changed? You were telling us about uh, social media was a big part well, of things. Well, right? I was, yeah, no, and I do listen. There's a ton of variables. I I, I remember you asking me to come on and kind of talk to would be moms that were maybe considering becoming yeah. moms. I would just say, ask the honest questions of yourself, of your partner, or if you don't have a partner, of your parents or whoever's helping you raise, who's going to do the heavy lifting? I was listening to this podcast, um, the CEO of Pepsi, um, she's amazing, um, Indra Nuri, mm-hmm. and she just a badass all the way around, mm-hmm. and she was basically like, look, a working mom, for instance, it's you've got one foot on the brake and one foot on the accelerator at all times in your life and if you're a woman mostly it's on the brake and no matter what the bulk of mother of of parenting is going to fall on the mother's shoulders so if you're you know if you're not working and you know that that you've got the means and the support go for it just know that it's ever changing there is no one size fits all to parenting and motherhood and it could be a roller coaster I had many 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 easy easy years COVID hit she came in she came she went into COVID at 13 came out at 15 and with the public high school instead of a private you know learning differences high school and honestly I I, we've had a tough season, a tough two years in our relationship. So I'm just coming out of that. And it's a marathon parenting. You better really, really love it and want it and know this. It's a roller coaster and it's a marathon and you will never sleep the same. Mm. (laughs) But it's also one of the best illustrations of dealing with your shadow self. Tell me more. Well, the DNA is hard. It runs hard through our children. And I think in any family member, you see parts of yourself in that, in that family member, especially your child. And it may be parts of yourself that you haven't fully come to terms with. You or totally that banish your hate. You <laughs> don't love, exactly. And um, in no other relationship is the mirror held up to you every single day as it is with a child, the good and the bad. And you better have learned to love yourself unconditionally first because all relationships then will be a lot easier. Well, is that a, is that a sort of 
I'm not saying that. Set it and forget it because I think loving yourself, it's like. It's an ongoing process. Right. That's the thing. It's like when I, when I encounter and let me tell you. A six-year-old is not the same as a 17-year-old, and I have enormous respect. But a three-year-old is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have but an with enormous hormones. amount of respect for the time you've put in and the, the many iterations of self you've witnessed in, in it's you a, it's and a process. in, in yeah. Mars, you know. But I will say, like, you know, as much as I, okay, I love myself as an actress. Great. I yeah. love myself as, yeah, uh, you're as, right. a, you're as right. a partner. Oh, you're okay. Right. I love myself as a friend. Okay. There are so many parts of myself. You know, uh, m- my son is like this fiery, you know, like could, could be totally like bulldozing, like star. He's a total star. And I feel like, oh, did I really love myself? That part of me? Like to, to see it. My daughter is this like really feminine, soft, sweet. Cut. Did I love myself a- as that child? Yeah. Who was that way with my mother and got the what she yeah. needed and didn't get right. what she needed? I mean, there are just like so many me's that need love. Yeah. No, and it is an ongoing process. That is actually I. I didn't mean that to sound like a negative. It meant to be like a plus. I will. That is what motherhood has brought me. Oh. Is the shadow came up you're dealing with it you're looking at it every day you're understanding it more and it is one of the beauties of parenting I don't think in any other relationship are you gonna get that not with a boyfriend not with a husband not with a girlfriend not with a partner you're not gonna get that and not if you're alone also right and exactly yeah um you really learn so much about yourself um and look it is one of the beauties of parenting is it's only one day at a time yeah from the day you bring them home you know I always tell the new moms I'm like don't freak out it's one day at a time you've got every day to start fresh and to figure it out yeah or just to be like can we curse on this no yeah we can (laughs) or just be like fuck it like Today's I a don't TV know. day. I don't, you know? yeah, I don't know what's going on. Let's kind of muddle through it together. You know what I did today, this morning, by the way? I know we're not supposed to bribe our children's and, and <laughs> children's, children's, because I'm, I'm doing great. Um, or go to Five Below, because that's exactly what Five Below is. It's all it's bribery. bribery. Meanwhile, I have dealt so deep That actually is a good, or, or, I, like, or like the gift bags at the birthday parties. Yeah, I'm But sorry. I always used to give a book. <laughs> so boring. Oh my God, you're my hero. Oh you just stuck with, with I it. I always I was a that book. I hate the Bla- the bag full of plastic shit bugs me to no end. Also because like it's just garbage in my house. Yes. My car. My, it's yes. just garbage in my life. It's garbage in my planet. <laughs> but I, and, I'm, and on some level I'm thankful for it because like it's kept my kids quiet and happy for like I don't know an hour or so but but an okay. hour or so. I, listen, an hour is a long time. Okay. All right. Yeah, actually true. That's like light years. You're right. Um, I, I'm just being honest. Yeah. But but as honest as I'm being, like we have to think about the long haul. We do. We 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 do. And and I'm glad that you're bringing this up because yeah. Paz is having a, her um, fourth birthday pretty soon, like in in a couple weeks. I'm not gonna give a, I'm not gonna give a goodie oh bag. Oh my god! I actually don't even want to put do it together. You, how many kids are coming? Fifteen. Go out and get the book like Iggy Peck Architect. Oh. Or go out and get how much do you love that book? So, right. It's the best. And it's like a real gift to like kids or but but by the time you add up the bags the toys and all of like how much does it work out to be five six time babe five six bucks yeah and your time I gotta talk about that let's talk about yeah we are all time poor so yeah (laughs) I am time destitute (laughs) 
Was... And unfortunately, so is this episode. Oh, man. <laughs> this was forever. so much fun. Mindy, we have to have you back on. Oh, my God. I would love that. Hey, you're doing a great we job. We could talk Thanks about. on behalf of all of us and the planet. Yeah. We've I'm got gonna... a lot of, we got a lot of topics. I've got a lot of in my bag. We got a lot of topics to talk. Well, I actually just want to tell you that I'm going to be, I'm going to be ordering um, those boxes. The Little Red I, Planet. Yeah, I'm going to hook you up. I can't wait. Going to hook you up. Anything we missed? Uh, we're having a sample sale this weekend for oh. anyone in the Hamptons. It starts tomorrow. In fact, I've got to go prep for it right now. Okay, great. You can see me with my head on fire. <laughs> All of my sales help has left for the summer, so. Yeah, yeah. End of August. School. Thanks for taking the time. It, this was so amazing. I love both of you to pieces. I'm so grateful. What a what a little treat this was. I felt like it was a therapy session. Oh, I felt like it was a coaching session around <laughs> sustainability. Are which, we, no, way, we needed this. Gathered. And this is, I also think that we should, um, we'll condense a list because you really okay. gave so much that we can give a tangible takeaway for listeners. What does motherhood mean to you? Yeah, I think, well, uh, okay, motherhood to me, I mean, it's just all about love, loving yourself mm. in that moment, loving your child in that moment, loving, I mean, it's the overarching emotion and emotive, no matter what the day brings. I mean, and just kind of like finding the joy. That's why we do it. That's why we become parents. Yeah. It's supposed to be joyful. Don't forget it. That's it. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Mom Curious Podcast. My name is Daniela Ravani. I am your host. And I would love to continue this conversation at Daniela Rabani on Instagram. And if you'd be so kind to rate and review, share this podcast, I would be just really grateful. Catch you next time, every Tuesday on the Mom Curious Podcast. Produced by Hoff Studios. You can find them at Hoff Studios on Instagram as well. All right, have a great day.